Before we get to the episode, I just want to tell you about jobsinsports.com. Now, what is jobsinsports.com? Jobsinsports.com is the first job board in the industry that has been around since 1998. What do you get when you sign up for jobsinsports.com? Well, in the free membership, you will get a job seeker profile, invitations to apply for certain jobs by employers. You'll get full access to the high school level jobs. You'll be able to post your resume, but you'll get limited access to the detailed job descriptions, detailed sports internship descriptions, and limited access to the sports job database search. But by signing up for your first 30 days, you'll be able to upgrade to the premium membership for only $5. And in this membership, you'll get full access to all job descriptions, to sport internship descriptions, to the sports job database search. And one thing that is different than the free, you'll be able to get a resume review and a possible recommendation straight to a hiring manager. So please go check out jobsandsports.com. And when you sign up for their membership, make sure you let them know where you heard it from. And in that drop down box, I want you to click on podcast because I want jobsandsports.com to know that the sports is a job community has the future sport industry leaders, and they are going to be the people that fills up the sports opportunities on their job board. Now, let's get to the episode. From the time we are born, we are placed in a bubble. It may be a result of where we are born, the people we are around, or the information we are given. Our mission here on the Sports is a Job podcast is to pop the bubble and help everyone realize they control their own path. We will interview people working in sports to share their story and provide our take on sport industry topics. Hosted by Colby Castillo and Olivia Poutine. Welcome to the Sports is a Job podcast. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports is a Job podcast, Journey of the Working Sports Professional. My name is Colby Castillo, and tonight I am just going to be by myself, but I have a special guest to make up for all of that. Uh, without further ado, I would like to introduce Jacoby Gillum to the Sports is Job podcast. How are we doing today? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. I mean, as far as what we're talking about with all the stuff going on, I mean, it is what it is. We got to make do with what we got. Hey, man, two Kobe's right here. I like it. <laughs> the GOAT, that's what I'm talking about. Two of those Kobe's is always a good thing. But let's start off, if you could explain to everybody, just introduce yourself and tell the listeners out there what it is you're doing right now and what you got going on in your life. Yeah, so my name is Jacoby Gillum, like, like, like Jacoby said. And um, for me, I wanted to be a D1 athlete growing up, and I kind of took this weird route to get there, you know, a lot of ups and downs. It's a weird journey. I walked on Oklahoma, and after I did all of that, I kind of realized, you know, that there are a lot of stories and sports that aren't being told, you know, because whether you're a walk-on, whether you're D1, D2, D3, it's still an athlete journey, right? And we all still go through our same ups and downs, good and bad. So after I left college, I kind of started this thing called Nine Point and just kind of way to help kind of help bring athletes together in a kind of authentic way that's kind of saying, hey, I know where you've been and, you know, you're not alone on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting because when I visited your Nine Point website, um, first off, you know, thank you for doing that kind of thing. I was a former student athlete myself, so it's always good to see that someone's telling the stories of, not just division one athletes, but division two, II, division three, semi-pro and pro. So again, hats off to you. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Um, and then looking at it, you know, one of the very interesting things I saw 
was that you created this platform into something that you needed growing up. So that's where I want to start. I want to start when you were younger, um, before you became that walk on, um, before you started the nine point, you know, who were you and who, what, what was it exactly that you're talking about that you needed when you were growing up? So for me, I don't know, for me, sports was kind of like all I knew in a sense of that's kind of how I saw myself as a person. Cause like, like, like you watch TV, all, all I saw in the culture was rappers and athletes, right? Mm. But for me, I'm thinking that was who Jacoby was. And, and, I, and like, I was always a little bit stronger, a little bit faster. So all my friends saw me with Jacoby, the athlete. So, I, so in my mind, I was just like, right, I'm going to be the athlete. That's going to be my thing. And for me, I was like, hey, I want to be a D1 athlete. And so I I, I, lived in, I was born in Dallas, Texas. So I was always watching, you know, the Red River rivalry. So I was always watching like OU versus Texas. And I was like, man. I want to go to Oklahoma. I want to be a, a Sooner. And, you know, I did all the sports in school, you know, but the thing is, I never recruiting. I thought it just like, you just, I thought it like, you just show up whenever you get recruited, you know, I thought it like NCAA football, you know, you play, you get, get, get your hype out there, the college is calling you, mm-hmm. but it didn't happen that way for me. And kind of make it a little, kind of bring it to the end of it. So my senior year of high school, you know, I had a few smaller offers, nothing crazy, NAIA type stuff. And homecoming game, four plays in, punt team. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to avoid it all season. And ball start running down. First mistake, I missed the tackle. I get back up. I turn around. And a guy hits me from the, from the side, ACL tear. So I'm now back at this point where it's like, dang, I'm no longer Jacoby the athlete. Who in the world am I? And it, and I kind of went to this kind of phase of anxiety and depression trying to figure out, dang, man, like, if you can't be this, who are you? And and luckily, while I was in school, I was in this, I was in this kind of broadcasting program that our school had. And so I, and I was our reporter for sports anyway. So it was kind of like, all right, so if you can't be the athlete, maybe you kind of help athletes share their stories. So my, my, my sort of plan came, went from kind of like, all right, maybe I'll be an athlete one day. Maybe I'll work for ESPN, you know, then – and do that type of thing. But I realized, you know, I have a stutter and a list. Maybe ESPN probably won't hire me. So <laughs> that's kind of how the journey kind of led me to this sports thing. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because um, that article you wrote like two years ago talking about this where you tore your ACL, you said the number one lesson out of all of that was to make sure you never miss a tackle, which make, I had. <laughs> make the tackle, man. If I would have made the tackle – I want to be here right now, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how things work. And I, I go back and I relate to you on the point where my senior year, the day before we started preseason, um, I was an offensive lineman and I had a couple of small D1 offers. Um, and the last play, which I already tore my labor in my shoulder and my Ooh. coach was like, Hey, do you want to go get a warm up? you know, for the, before the preseason? Cause I was still playing with the torn labrum. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like one last play, like who go, who cares? Like what's going to happen. Right. So I go out on a screen and I'm running and you know how shifty corners are. They, they like to dance around. They don't like to hit. Mm-hmm. They, they like to avoid contact. So he was dancing around and I was there and I stepped left and all I knew is a pop. Mm-hmm. And there went my meniscus. Well, it wasn't the same thing as the ACL, but my meniscus was bad. I had to get surgery right away. I came back within two weeks, no rehab. And it really changed the course of my life. But like you were saying, what happened to you really kind of set you down the path you are today. So you were kind of thankful for that in a way. And I was thankful for it too as well. So, um, you know, what, how was it, what was the process for you trying to find your identity outside of just sports? 
Was it, did you have to look at what your passions were? What were you good at? What was that shift in your mindset? Yeah, it was, it was a great question right there. For me, it kind of came down to what I enjoyed, right? So in like, and like what kind of, kind of set me, gave me like that same fire sports did. And I kind of realized that I love the creative side of things. So whether that's, you know, video, whether, whether it was writing, I kind of, I kind of love that outlet, like even painting, you know, for me, it was like, how can I have that same outlet that allowed me to express myself? You know, and I, I kind of found that when I was in school that we we're doing videos, we we're doing we we're doing music videos, we we're doing like um, indie shorts. You know, and I, was, I, was, I was like, all right, this kind of gave me that same excitement, that that thing where I can I can edit the video. I don't care if it goes goes to like midnight or two or three a.m. I, I'm okay doing that. You know, like with, like with sports, you can be in the gym all day and like, oh wow, it's two a.m. You know, with me, it was that same type of feeling, that same excitement that I got through kind of the media side of things. Mm-hmm. So did you start Nine Point by yourself? Yeah, so it's it a weird journey with Nine Point. The kind of how, kind of how it kind of formulated. So when the idea first started, I kind of it was it, it was it was a marketing agency, and it was me and two other two other two other guys. And we all we all ran, we all ran, we all ran track and field, and we kind of had this thing like, hey, we're gonna be the best in sports marketing. So like we all, we all so we all ran a hundred. We're like, all right, the best in the best team on the hundred is nine point something. Mm-hmm. So we kind of started that. As, at nine point, that kind of so after after they kind of left into their own thing, their own passion. I was like, all right, let's make this sports media thing. So let's just go with it. And I kind of just started. I had no idea what I was doing, you know, man. So like it was, it was almost like I was emailing people. I, I did a few DMs, like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing, but I got the passion. How do I how do I get started? And people some people helped me out. So it was cool, kind of cool to see mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it start that way. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things. The one of the best pieces of advice and the most funny things was not to start a media company because it's probably one of the hardest things to start just because of, you know, you're going against these big giants already that's in the industry and you don't have the resources to really go up against them. But it's, it's interesting. So let's talk about, um, you know, when you were booking guests, when you first started, and it's something that I did was reach out to people, like you were saying, DMing people. Um, do you remember who your first guest was or, how, you know, how did you book guests at the beginning when it became the podcast? Because I think it started in 2018, if I'm yeah. correct. Yeah, man. It's we think about it, like, come back, go back, think of almost three years now. But it's, I think I had an IG account and it had, it had a decent following on it because before it was not point, it was like this kind of athlete kind of highlight account. So that had like a good number of people, you know, it was like. It was a cloud, I guess you can say, for you know. And so I, I'll, just, I'll just shoot DMs. I think my first guest was Daniel Kirk. Um, he's uh, he's in Australia. He is um, a para athlete. And he, I was like, hey man, like we come on a podcast, and he was like, yeah man, I'd love to. And I was like, all right, we got somebody. You know? uh-huh, uh-huh. So, so for me, and if me, it was just like I wanted to hear stories that we don't hear but need to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we always hear the mainstream athletes and, and they're great. They're inspiring. But like if I, if I were to hear somebody's story that how they overcame the odds, you know, that was set against them, they didn't have this easy journey to to get to where they are. I want to find that story, you mm-hmm. know, like and that kind of just kind of how I went about trying to find guests. I wanted to hear the stories that were uncommon to hear but 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 it was a but it was a common story that people live every day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's those things that we don't hear a lot about like you were saying like it's certain questions like we're not asking certain most people aren't asked searching questions and it's one of the sayings that pop up into my head is 
kind of be the role model that you needed when you're growing up. So that was like kind of the same thing where you were saying you wanted to create this media company into something that you needed to grow up. And that's kind of my idea and like my passion behind what we got here as sports as a job is creating, you know, talking to people from interns to executives in the sports industry and getting the stories from all of them. Because again, like you were saying, and it's something I agree with is that everyone's got a story to tell and every story is worth a listen. And that's very true because some of the people I learned the most from are people probably people don't know about. It's not the big name people. It's the people that, you know, that are right beside you at, at the bus stop or the people that, you know, are right across from you. Like it's just the people, the everyday people, like if we could bring their stories to life, there would be so many other people that can relate. And then you can find somebody and be like, Hey, they got out of that situation. I can do it too. And so it's just, it's just crazy when you think about it that way. And, and it's great too, because I know for me, like I want to go in, in sports marketing, right. In, in school and every, everyone was telling me you got to go through sales. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I was like, I get that's the route to take, but there has, there has to be an, another way to go about getting to the industry without going the sales route. So like, 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 like while I was in school, I was an intern for the, for the Thunder and I, 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 I had a ticket sales. And like, it, it was great. It was fun around, but I was like, yo, I am terrible at this, you know? <laughs> and I was like, you know, I was like, I was like, there's, there's no way I'm going to get to the end, the end goal by going this route, you know? So it's like, I, I feel great that you're doing it because it's been helping people realize that there's other avenues to get to your destination besides the traditional or the norm or whatever you may think it may be. Mm-hmm. And it, it's funny you brought up sales because I got into like, not an argument or a debate with one of my friends. I was like, dude, if you know, you're not a people person, you can't sell stuff. Why would you get into selling tickets? Like if anything, that's going to hurt you because you're going to be doing terrible at your job. and going to fire you. So it's like, it's your in, but it could also be your out at the same time. So it's exactly. like, why go ahead and sell? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like I was at, I was at all the home games and I was, you know, out there, you know, trying to get people to, to, to fill out our, our surveys. And I was like, yo, I'm not good. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying, I mean, I was nervous. I was like, nah, man, I'm a, I'm a creator. We, we, we can't be down here doing the surveys. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but, and that's what I'm figuring out myself. Cause I work, my full-time job is working in event management at, um, at the athletic department, which I went to as a student athlete and graduated from, but I'm, I'm learning through these processes. When you finally decide to do something, um, you learn kind of like what your passion is. Like if you like put it on hold, which is something I've always done, you don't really know what your passion is. You assume that just because you're good at something that it's your passion. Like I was good at like event management and that kind of thing. But when I got into this content, creating this media things, I found out like, dude, this is actually, I think this is what I want. So did you know what you were good at before you were bad? Like, did you know what your strengths were before your weaknesses? I was always aware of what, so, so my, my, my biggest thing was I knew what I enjoyed, but I was scared to do it. Mm. So, so, so for example, with like, I love interviewing, I love the broadcasting type stuff, but for my thing, it was like, man, you have a stutter and you have a lift. So you might be on an interview and just the whole time. And I was like, I want to do that. So I was always scared to put myself out there because I was like, man, I don't want to get embarrassed. And that's, that's kind of like one reason, like, I think my first, my first episode of the podcast, I said, I was like, yo, I've been on this for like a long time, but I was scared because I was scared of being judged, you know, mm-hmm. for my, for, for my, my flaws. And that's kind of like, what's the kind of, so for me, nine points about helping athletes with their story, but also kind of helping me, help me grow up and heal. Because I'm, 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 I'm learning to kind of how to, 
be okay with being Jacoby through mm-hmm. the through my insecurities, through my flaws. I'm okay with having a stutter. I'm I'm okay knowing that you know I might I might mess up whatever it may be. So for me, I knew my strength, but I also knew my weaknesses were more of a internal judgment of myself. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. So what do you tell yourself to overcome this? I guess um, you know. How did you grow this confidence? Like, what do you tell yourself in preps of interviews saying like, hey, do you say like, I'm Jacoby, I'm the man? Like, what is it that you do, your process of things? It, it honestly, it took practice. You know, it goes back to sports. And, and it was like, my, my, my first episode of the podcast, I was trash, you know? And it was like, I was stuttering. And it was like all this stuff. And I kind of realized, you know, all right, let, let, let's go episode by episode. You know, let's get better, a little better. And let's figure out how can we, talk slower how can we enunciate better than it's like even with the the podcast and the magazine the writing it's like all right let's take this day by day sure there are days where i'm like mad at myself for like telling me man you, you can be better but then i'm like all right look at where you were in 2018 compared to where you are in 2020 mm-hmm. it's like you know and it's, it's like anything is like when it's, it's a long game you know like i had a buddy of mine tell me with 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 sports you know you don't go from little league football to NFL in, in a year, you know, it's like, it, you go through literally, you go through junior high, you go through high school, you go to college and then you go to NFL, you know? So it's like living with like business and everything like that. I'm learning. It's like, it's the process, the journey to how you just got to take it day by day and just try to get better. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's interesting because um, I'm reading this book called the power of moments, which talks about, celebrating each milestone i don't know if you read it but it talks about celebrating each little win so like how you were saying look at where you came from at 2018 to now and celebrating that gives you a little more confidence and i think that's where we kind of lack and i lack as myself like hey like i just got done doing 10 episodes like you should be celebrating like dude that's a big deal like you shouldn't be focusing on number 11 but you should be focusing on the fact that you got 10 amazing guests to come on the podcast and you got something going great for you and it seems that you're all about developing professionally and personally. And I want to refer to a tweet that you did most recently about five jobs you had. And it said one job was a retail for phone carrier. Two was a co-founder of a sport healthcare startup. Three was an AML compliance analysis. Four was a sold small biz products for Google. Google and five was marketing coordinator. So we kind of had a talk, but, and at the end you said, it's all going to make sense one day. So what is it you're doing trying to do all these different jobs? You know, it seems kind of random in a way, but what is it that you're trying to accomplish by doing that? So for me, I realize there's a lot I don't know, right? And and I love business, but I know there's a lot of business that I do not know. And and I want to be able to have a conversation with anybody about every part of business. So say, say nine point is a multi-million dollar media company, or say I'm doing X, Y, Z in business for another company. I want to be able to talk to my CFO and say, "Hey, this is what this is going on." I want to be able to talk to talk, talk to my marketing coordinator and say, "Hey, this is what this is going on." My sales, hey, this is what's going on with our sales team. I want to, I just want to be able to be the CEO that I dream of. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, like, and I, I looked at jobs as just a way to to learn, you know. And like, and like, I've had it, it sounds terrible saying I think I think I've had like eight jobs since I've, I've left college, you know, and it isn't, it isn't the, the best thing. I feel like, if, I, I feel like if I would have stayed in one place, probably be like a nice executive right now, probably, you know, but I was like, you know, I want to have 
a resume that that tells a story about development, that tells a story that I didn't want to settle with just being mediocre. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to, I just, I just want to be able to, to, to go to any table and be able to talk to anybody about it. So mm-hmm. that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. And it seems that you're chasing after your dream. You're leading a story, trying to tell a story that one day someone will hear and say, look, I can do the same thing. I don't have to settle um, for a certain job or blah, blah, blah. So who is it that you, who's a role model for you that you look up to? So I would say I have a few, like my mom, I love her to death. She's kind of been like my, my rock to someone that, that I saw how hard she worked to get to where she is today. And then I would say someone like Jay-Z, like I read it, I read the book on um, Empire State of Mind and, I, and I, I relate to it, how he just, he, he found ways to find pockets, right? To find pockets that he can kind of fit his niche into and uh, kind of carve his own lane through a lane that was probably already filled, you know? So I look at someone like him, someone like, you know, Sony entrepreneurs or, 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 or like, or like a David Goggins, right? I, I love, I love his mindset and how he, you know, he just, I'm gonna go get it. And, and I think the last one would be Kobe, you know, I didn't, I didn't really realize the girl. I wouldn't do like he passed away. And I was like, man, I really looked up at what he did because it was just the mindset of just saying there's still work to be done. Mm-hmm. And I think I kind of use that with nine point. It's like, yeah, we, we've done X, Y, Z. I maybe I have, 80 episodes out, but yo, imagine how much better you're going to be in a year from now. You know, imagine the stories you're going to tell. Imagine who you're going to meet. Like, like think about it, like two, three years ago, who would have, who would have thought that I'd be on, on like a podcast with, with you, <laughs> exactly. you know? Yeah. And, and it's like, I dreamed about it. Like, like I say, like, like, like the episode, like our, our thing called started with a dream. Like I, I, like I dreamed about having nine point do type of stuff, but I don't know how I'm going to get there, but it was just like, all right, let's just take one step and see where it goes and oh let's start jogging now let's start running okay cool you know mm-hmm. so, yeah. I, I think of david goggins is his all his videos on instagram when he's running and he looks in the camera and he's like what are you doing get off the couch get off the yeah. couch i'm running five miles today and it's just like you know it's one of those infectious um infectious attitude that i'm not running five miles a day but like that gets me out of my bed and i'm like okay let's get after the day let's get what i need to get done um, so what is the vision for nine point for you? What do you want it to turn into? It's, it's lofty, man. Like, honestly, I want the thing just to, I wanted to inspire and impact athletes and just people in sports across the world, you know, and, and I, and I, I say that in a sense because I think nine point honestly saved my life in the sense of how it, 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 it's allowed me to like hearing people's stories is allowed me to heal the wounds that I never healed myself. So, and I know like I've, I've had athletes email, email me and DM me like on, on Instagram be like, yo, this story did, did X, Y, Z for me. I'm like, man, if, if this story can help one person, that person's going to help and go do something else for somebody else. And it's just going to keep spread this snowball effect and just people doing good stuff and just feeling good about themselves especially the athletes you know we, we have this 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 mantra that we want to be perfect you know we, we have to be perfect and i'm like i want people to realize you don't have to be perfect you can you can have your flaws and still be be great so yeah mm-hmm. and it's 
I think back to, and I'm only about four months in into this podcast and turning it into a media company myself. Um, I think about the first DM that I got from someone who was all the way in Ireland who was listening to the podcast and he DM'd me. He said, hey, he's like, I heard your first episode about how you went out of your comfort zone and changed your majors your freshman year of um, college to sport management instead of being a physical therapist. And, you know, you actually inspired me. And next week I'm moving to England to work in soccer. Like, and that was just... Just that right there, I told myself, like, if I never get paid to do this for the rest of my life, if I keep getting those kind of messages, like, this is totally worth it. Like, I just want to be able to do that, like how you were saying, across the whole world, impact so many people. It's just amazing. And what's cool about that, too, it was something as small as changing a major and impacting the dude's life. And I think we we have to realize that it is not about, about the big moments. It's like, it's all, it's like, it's the little things like a major change or about rehabbing from, from, a, from a sprained ankle that can inspire someone to say, all right, I'm not going to give up. Mm-hmm. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, the, oh, that's awesome that you said that. Yeah. And I, I believe, what I believe is that, you know, when we're born into this world, we're kind of placed in this natural bubble of our life, right? And this bubble that you are in, it either cl- collapses or expands based on the experiences you go through the people that you know you're surrounded with or the information you're given. So I kind of like to think when we do these type of podcasts and we put these content out is we're allowing people to understand that there's there's avenues outside of their bubble. They have the ability to pop their bubble and expand and see different opportunities that they may have never knew existed. Or someone might out there might be a science major and say, Hey, I didn't know I could do this in sports. Like you can do that. Like, let me go do that. And it's, it's just amazing that we get this kind of, I feel like it's a responsibility kind of on our shoulders to do this kind of thing. So for you, you know, you're talking, you talk about telling stories. So what makes a great story? How do you become a, or I guess in the sense of like giving me advice, cause you've been doing this longer than I have. Um, what's your tips for telling someone's story to the best of the ability making sure I'm telling the story the way it should be, be told. I'm still learning about that myself, man. Like I'm something I'm trying to, because I feel like you know, you can always be a better storyteller. Something I'm trying to learn myself, and I think for me, I try to go to each episode, I guess, will, willing to learn, and be open to just letting things go where they go. Like, like to not try to drive drive them down a narrative that 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 maybe helped me, but maybe kind of just allowing them to just to uh, be authentic. Mm-hmm. Right, so so if someone's like, I hate spaghetti. Like my mom, I'm gonna be like, oh, you hate spaghetti? That's how dare you? You know, just be like, all right, cool. Like, like, yeah. and it, and it's like let them let them flow with that. So I think yeah. it just allow people to be them. That's you know, like the biggest thing I've I've learned through what I would do at Nine Point. It just to to not make it a, a media a media network that is, I guess, I wouldn't say filter, but just that's that's so straight and narrow that it it loses the authenticity of like not being athlete driven so i would say for you man i, I like like the question you asked in the bar is best interview i've probably been on but it just just because you, you're just you're saying hey tell your story you know and just let it go where it goes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely well i appreciate you jacoby to coming on this podcast and it's it's you know based on your content and seeing what you're doing with nine point magazine it's an inspiration to myself and I'm sure it's inspiration to a lot of other people and you're telling stories that need to be told. So where can people find you? You know, what is the Twitter? If you could point them out to nine point magazine, plug whatever you want to plug. 
Definitely. Um, so you can find more about Nine Point on ninepoint.com. So it's weird. It's, it's the number nine, I-N-E, and then P-O-I-N-T.com. And then all our handles are the same way, the number nine, I-N-E, P-O-I-N-T. And then I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Jacoby Gillum. At, yeah, Jacoby Gillum. So J-A-C-O-L-B-Y, Gillum, G-I-L-L-I-A-M. But I got to get you on, the, on, on our podcast, Colby. I mean, we got to get you on the start with the dream podcast we'll do it anytime i can turn the favor around like you said the snowball effect of helping each other i'm all for it man definitely man hey all, all you're doing like just for real, like keep going like it may be tough when you first start and you may think like man but just just worth it just just keep pushing i appreciate it well to everyone who's joined us on this episode again i always appreciate your time and taking your time to join us and to listen to these conversation and as always we are all on our own individual journeys but you are not alone.